The Arizona Coyotes' winning streak is over, but that's okay because they got a couple of games ahead of them of uh, maybe a little bit of redemption games. We're going to talk about those in just a moment on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. You're Locked On Coyotes. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik. On this episode of Locked On Coyotes, we want to thank everyone for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. So be sure to check us out. The Arizona Coyotes took a, a, a 3-2 loss to the Boston Bruins, ending their win streak at four games. But that's okay, Carl, because uh, we knew it wasn't going to last. Yeah. And uh, it's Boston, so it's like, okay, it. I feel like we can't really complain at this point because they already they already have went over our expectations. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it would have been nice that the Coyotes seem to have a streak of bad luck against the Boston Bruins. Uh, I think that losing streak goes back a very long time. Um, and personally, I would have liked to have seen them, like, continue it. If they had continued, I feel like it could have continued a lot further just because of the two games that are coming up uh, to start this week, but yeah, no time to, to dwell on it. Just be glad that the Coyotes had a four game win streak, move on. And you know, maybe they could start another one. I still think the Coyotes have some decent momentum. And then, yeah. um, even though they lost that game, it's the Boston Bruins. That's a game. They don't have a lot of luck on that. Usually it's a game where they tend to not have a lot of luck on, but they I mean, still remaining a competitive team for some odd reason um, and uh, making things interesting. And that's making things interesting also in terms of how the lottery is going to be going because I think they jumped ahead of now another team too. So I think they jumped ahead of uh, Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. So they're now in... in 30th rather than 31st uh let's see nope uh kraken have 42 points coyotes have 40 uh kraken have played three more games so potential concerns there uh montreal canadians are currently at 40 so uh, it, it's one of the things that I've talked about a lot this whole season. I, I do not think people should get especially like standings watchy for the lottery. It does not work out well. Um, the worst place team does have the best odds of drafting first overall, but the odds are still not greater than not drafting first overall. Like that's just kind of the way it goes. So yeah, if you are a Coyotes fan who is concerned about the long-term viability of the of the team, I get it. I can appreciate it. I do think it's better to just sit back and enjoy the wins when you can get them. And things will just sort themselves out. They always seem to. Um, I'm taking a look right now at um, the 
lottery odds on uh, Tankathon to kind of give you an idea of um, of just where things are and like and, how, and what the percentages look like, right? Because that because this he's, again we're talk, talking about you know the losing getting first overall doesn't mean isn't the end all be all because the uh, first overall ha- or the the worst team in the league has a sixteen point six percent chance. Yep. Of getting the top pick, the next worst team twelve point one percent. The next team ten point nine percent, nine point seven percent, and it is usually it goes down ever so slightly each. Yeah. each so it's like almost nothing. Like the the last team could technically get the first overall, but statistically very unlikely. Yeah. Um. Isn't there? I'm trying to think if there was a um anything different about this year but no it's cuz cuz it only works for the expansion year so seattle had that extra help last year because they didn't play at all but i was thinking uh, ahead of myself but um but that just again gives you the example of what we're talking about here is yes the coyotes moved up in the standings but it doesn't matter at this point yeah, do uh, are you a big uh, like draft lottery simulator? Like, do I you love, run I, the? I love. I run the simulator pretty often. It's pre- and I do it as a as a fun like. Let's see how it works uh, right now. And and I'm of the people. I'm not sure how many do it. Let me know if you if you're one of the people that does this, but um, who doesn't just hit it once and call it call it. I will like look away, click on sim like a good ten to fifteen times, and then look at it. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I can definitely appreciate the uh, attempt to be more random uh, to simulate the actual randomness. Uh, I I remember doing it a lot during the McDavid year, um, just because like I I think that felt like when we were getting a lot more of those lottery simulators just in general, like they were becoming more popular. Uh, I have not done a single one this year. Uh, I can always appreciate it. Like I see people post them on Twitter and they'll be like, this is, look, I got the coyotes and just one. I'm like, Hey, that's awesome. Uh, hopefully it goes that way. But I, I don't know. I just, for whatever reason this year, it's not been like a thing I've sought out doing. That's that. That's I mean that's fair. Um, you know things get people just look at the lottery in different ways as years go by or whatever. I'm a numbers person. I've yeah. always always liked looking at statistics and and those kind of numbers. And it's like, oh, this interests me to look at to look at how the chances of something of something happening. Um, if you knew me as a kid. I would always be like this crazy sports statistics. Oh yeah, X player was the first player in the NHL to score a hat trick when they do this or whatever, like on a special sure. occasion. I'm just like, and people are like, what did you come up that ass stat for? I'm just like, I don't know. It, it interests <clears throat> me. And, and those are definitely fun. And, and like I said, I have done it in the past. I don't want to make anyone think that there's like. I'm against looking at the lottery simulators. I, like I said, I appreciate watching them on Twitter and just seeing. I just don't feel compelled to personally do them myself. 
Uh, so we yeah, gonna do them on the show sometime eventually. Um, we will. We will definitely like do that on the show. I, I guess it's just more because like you and I, our job is to focus on the individual games, and we talk about the games, and we're gonna be talking about today's game. Uh, well, our, and, our, our job is to focus on the team as a whole. Yeah, but. And, and that too. And I just feel like that just doesn't jive with um, like me doing draft simulators as well. Like it's like two completely different areas of focus for me. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I'm just working my way through the team that's right now. We don't even know who's going to be on the team next year. Let's not even worry about the draft yet. Except in the fact for me, my brain is in is uh, like a decent part of my brain is in full on Shane Wright mode. I'm just like, come on. Yeah, uh, just, yeah. Trust me, I know, I know. <laughs> I've been co-hosting a podcast with you all season. <laughs> you have you have brought up right quite a few times. Uh, I know. Yeah. Again, I even ha- I even changed our uh, our headline on on Twitter a couple times to it's it's uh, it's shame for Shane season. I'm fully embracing it go for it em- embrace the tank it is happening you might as well just accept it exactly plus again it's all, it it makes my job more fun in a way right um so i don't have to focus yeah i mean yeah we're still covering a historically bad nhl team this year mm-hmm. but it makes things a little more reassuring if we look towards the future and look towards a potential new player that can be joining the team a, a year to two down the road. Uh, as I've said, as we've both said, there you need to find something to latch on to this season because it's a bad one. You, you need to have some kind of hope for the future. Um, and... You do that with Shane Wright. I do that by hyper focusing on like the small advances by like individual players. We all have our coping strategies. Uh, they work for us. Absolutely, it definitely works for us. But you know what we're going to do though is we are going to talk about what's coming up for the Arizona Coyotes with their games because they got two games coming up back to back. That is today and tomorrow on Tuesday. Um, with some teams north of the border in Canada. We're going to the, get to the first of those games in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you guys about uh, one of our new partners, Athletic Greens, and their wonderful new product, AG1. It is a uh, wonderful health drink that you guys can get, a little bit, just a uh, scoop of powder on that, that you can easily just put in water, put in juice, put in milk, really whatever, whatever kind of drink you want. And it gives you a bunch of high-quality vitamins, minerals, and superfood, probiotics, all the good stuff. And you know, to me, I've been, you know, I've been gotten the opportunity to try it myself. A little, just a little under a week of trying it, but it's pretty delicious. I mix it in every morning with uh, with some orange juice, shake it up, and it gets me going in the morning. It actually, gives me a little bit of energy. It doesn't have caffeine, so it's not going to give you that kind of like coffee feeling of energy, but it. It definitely makes me feel like I'm ready for the day. And plus, I get all the, all the, the uh, vitamins I need. Instead of going to, like, you know, a bunch of pills, I'll take it. I will absolutely take it. And plus, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than, you know, 
a cold brew coffee. I know I love me some cold brew coffee, but you know, if I can get you know a good a good uh, drink for cheaper, maybe I can consider what I'm drinking in the morning. But I want to go tell you guys right now, it is time to reclaim your health and your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. Once again, that's AG1, especially heading into the flu and cold season. I know there's also uh, allergy season for a lot of you guys. Just Once again, just one scoop and some water every day, and that's it. You don't need a million pills and supplements, as I mentioned before, to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of the AG1 with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Back here on Lockdown Coyotes, Robin Leonio and Carl Pavlock as we discuss Arizona Coyotes versus the Ottawa Senators. We're back at the Ottawa Senators. Um, this is going to be uh, some some interesting one. Last game was a high-scoring one in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Now we're going north of the border to Ottawa, Ontario. And that's going to be today at 4.30. So we got a little bit of an earlier game. Because yeah. guess what? We're now back in the Pacific time zone. Because guess what? We don't do daylight savings, people. Unless you're listening to this in the Navajo Nation. They yeah. are the only part of Arizona that do daylight savings, uh, as far as I understand. But but yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, the Coyotes and the Senators are two teams that aren't able to really finish games well. Uh, and that's what led to the Coyotes going up 4-0, giving up five unanswered goals and being down 5-4, and then scoring another four unanswered goals and, be, and winning 8-5. to five. Like, that's just two teams. You look at them and you're like, yeah, you, you're not the best at finishing off hockey games, are you? I, either one of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and And again... Both of these teams, well, the Coyotes in deep rebuild, the Senators in, I don't even know what stage they're in. <laughs> the Senators are in year f- whatever of being the Ottawa Senators. They are their own category at this point. Um, I think... <sighs> when well, so did the... go... Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, when did the Sharks acquire Carlson? Uh, 2018. Okay, so the Senators are in the fourth year of the post-Carlson era where they just traded everyone, and I don't think they really have a plan for doing anything beyond that. Yeah, that was thinking about them. I was like, did, I mean, they made some decent draft picks since yeah. then. I mean, the Tim Stutzler pick was pretty good, but like, what are they doing to to accommodate that and to build around that? I have no idea. Yeah, and part of that could be um, one of the things I brought up, especially earlier in the season. Like, the Canadian division was so cut off from, I think, the United States hockey world last year just because COVID gave them their own division and news became kind of insular in that way. But just in general, 
the Senators as a franchise have been very poorly run. And I say that as a Coyotes fan, and our franchise has also been poorly run. Just not great over the years. But Which is when funny the Coyotes, when have, when, when when the Coyotes get... mess up, they end up in Forbes magazine. When the Senators mess up, no one cares at all. Maybe the Toronto Sun might write something, but yeah, the Toronto Sun will do it, and there'll be like a single Sportsnet article. And anytime I talk about the discrepancy and like coverage, people are like, "What are you talking about?" There was one article, and we heard all about it in Canada, and I'm like, "That is not the same thing as being on Forbes. Uh, it's just a different scale. There's a different level of attention that gets paid, or not paid." To the Ottawa Senators, and again, look, look, look at the case too. Like, and it's funny when when uh, Coyotes fans and us, you know, reporters and what and whatnot, um, these people covering the Coyotes, people who are who know about the team, just get so much crap and trying to protect the team at least in any way. So, even by those who live in like Ottawa or, or you know teams that are not doing other teams organizations not doing so well, and I'm like. Really? Have you guys looked yourself in the mirror right now? Yeah. Um, have you seen the amount of fans that attend Canadian Tire Center, whatever it's called now, in Ottawa? It is empty. Um, and we're talking about a, a Canadian market. Come on, yeah, come on, guys! Like, if you're, if you guys, if like, if you're so gung ho about relocating the Arizona Coyotes to Quebec City. And you're just like, and because it's going to guarantee a better, better market. Look at your own cities right now in Ottawa. Like, yeah. And, and let's just be, let's be real. It's possible that the Ottawa Senators rebuild may be very well thought out and being executed really well. And that lack of media attention we're talking about uh, is just cutting both ways at that point. And we just don't know how things are going. Uh, but I will say this, the Ottawa Senators lost eight, five to the Arizona Coyotes. Things aren't going well for them at all. Like that's just a, not a good thing, especially this year, this historically bad Coyotes franchise. You cannot be giving up eight goals against a team like that. No. One more thing though, I'll give on the media attention that you meant that, that you were saying is, um, and it just goes with, Anywhere that this you can apply, you can apply to this in anything in hockey, and it's the what I call the the media stalemate. Is people are complaining that we're, no one's getting enough coverage? It's like, oh, get more fans, you'll get more coverage. And uh, the thing is, like, oh, why don't we have enough fans? Oh, because I don't see it enough in the media. Yeah, it's a it's a really vicious cycle. It, it's the same as. Why don't NHL players have personality? This NHL player showed personality in a way that is uh, not generally appreciated. Everyone piles onto them. Why don't NHL players show personality more? It's all vicious cycles of just human nature. It is. It is. But we have to get to some predictions for this game. See what we think this matchup is going to be. Because the Arizona Coyotes and the Ottawa Senators once again meet back up for the second time this month, and the second time and the final time of the season. 
at 4.30 p.m. in the Canadian Tire Centre in Ottawa. But first, before we get to any of the predictions, a quick a few words from Carl. So it's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline has you covered with your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs. That includes live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. I want you to head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. And I also have a message from our friends over at Built Bar. And that message is, have you tried the Puffs? If not, you're really missing out on one of the best tasting Built Bar flavors. The Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. The Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. You get the yummy cinnamony churro, the coconut marshmallow, and of course, my favorite, the banana cream pie. All so good, you're going to find one that you like the best. And like I said, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, Built Bars are a relatively healthy substitute, especially if you're the type of person who enjoys a candy bar. They only have 130 calories. 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. What I want you to do is go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. So back here on Lockdown Coyotes, as we get to uh, closer and closer to the Arizona Coyotes versus the... Ottawa Senators once again at 4:30 p.m. and that being played in Ottawa, Ontario. Let's go to uh, take a look at what the lines are, Carl. And this is something that we found out really interestingly by looking at Bet Online. Is this game, Carl? Arizona versus Ottawa is the only game in hockey on today. Yes. I'm not sure why. Uh, like, I, I'm wondering, I'm like, is March 14th a holiday? Uh, it's pie day. Uh, everyone yeah. loves pie day. Uh, everyone loves pie. But, but that's crazy. Um, normally, you would think that that would be like a big day for like trades to happen. But the Arizona Coyotes are one of the teams that are expected to be trading potentially. So I don't know. Um, should be, uh, I mean, there's no excuse to not watch. It's, but it has potential to be a crazy game, especially like after the last one. Yeah, it does. Um, it will be definitely an interesting one on that part. I'm just trying to think just in general, like on a marketing standpoint, why this would be, I mean, like, because if it was like, thursday or something like that i'd get why there would be like only like one bad game because like all right let's we don't want to compete with the first week the first day of march madness yeah so let's not um instead they do this i mean it could be it it doesn't necessarily have to be intentional because we do like to think that like everything happens for a reason when it comes to the schedule but sometimes it's really just like 
yeah, this is the only day, like, this is the only one that fits. And we just had to make, like, one game one day because that's how it fit. Or we did also see uh, earlier this year a lot of games were rescheduled for COVID. And everyone kind of, like, was paying attention to the ones that had already been postponed. But there were quite a few, like, games in the future that were also moved around that I think a little bit less attention was paid to those. Um, another another potential reason is because the Kaisers are on a back to back. Yeah. Um, because before we get to this for the odds for today's game tomorrow, they also play the Montreal Canadiens. So and it's and maybe NHL just really wanted to give the Coyotes another back to back. Yeah, it's fine. This back to back, I can I I can take though. Two yeah, <laughs> that they're not doing so well. Um, but, but yeah, let's get the lines. Let us get to the lines, powered by our friends from BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.net, excuse me, BetOnline.net, um, and that is Arizona Coyotes are point and a half underdogs at minus one seventy five plus one forty the money line, and total points set to six. I mean, last time it was 13. So I feel like six is maybe a little bit low. But the question is, is it going to be another blowout game? And I'm not entirely sure about that. Uh, no, it won't be another blowout game. It won't be like a shoot shootout fest or whatever you want to call it, but... Uh, it will be over still. Okay. Um, I am going to say final score five to four. Arizona Coyotes take the money line. I, I I am honestly not sure about this one. I don't like the idea of these two teams playing like each other like just over a week apart and having two high scoring affairs. I don't think either of these teams' offense are built that way. I think three one coyotes. I think this is gonna be a completely different game than what we saw before. I, I yours makes sense a little bit more with trajectory that both of these teams have been having, uh, and I appreciate it. But like, how often do we see t- like a, a team play like a team from another conference twice in just over a week? That very rarely happens, and I have to believe they're going to be like more prepared for each other than we typically see teams. Like we've mentioned, like teams seem to underestimate the Coyotes for. Legitimate reasons. True, true. Um, I was also thinking uh, venue advantages. I wouldn't call it advantages, though, because there, like I mentioned in the previous segment. Yeah, there's, there's no home ice in Ottawa. There's, there's no home ice in Ottawa. <laughs> so that would make a difference. I, yeah, no, I'd, it's it's hard to tell. I'll stick with my prediction, though. Yeah. Uh, 
it, and just in general, like the thing that makes these two teams unpredictable is their lack of consistency. And that's kind of like what I talked about with their, their inability to finish. They can't play a full game, much less like a full season at the same pace. So who knows what's going to happen with either of these two? It's a crapshoot. Uh, honestly, it feels the most gambling I have. I think we've had for a game like bets this year, just because like I have no idea. These two teams are just too much chaos energy. Both of these teams, um, to put it another way for you, for you, both of these teams are consistently inconsistent. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's that's one constant thing we're always gonna see these two teams are just gonna find one way to screw it up absolutely yeah and and you don't know what will happen and i honestly have a feeling like after the first period i may like already be wrong or it may be like neither team has like any shots on goal because they're both (laughs) collapsing in the neutral zone you're like what is happening who knows Oh my god, if it is an all neutral zone game. Uh I could only just imagine that being the most boring game, but at least it'll be over like soon. Like you can like go about your day afterwards. You can watch something good on TV. And even more so because it's an early start. Yeah. That four thirty. Once again, welcome back to the West Coast time, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't I'm like in. it too much because I tend to work usual office like hours and whatever. Sometimes yeah. later, if depending on what kind of job I'm doing. But I I work from home and I get off at three thirty, so it's absolutely perfect for me. Yeah, that's okay. I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it mainly because the. Uh, a lot of my focus is going to be on March Madness. <laughs> and, I mean, you will, you know, it's going to be chaos energy. It, it is the only game to watch. It is must, must watch hockey tomorrow uh, or today when you're listening to this. Uh, and I can only imagine what's going to happen. We're going to be in for a uh, another tank fest, maybe. Could be. I think so. Good old fashioned tank fest. Those are the best, right? I mean, oh, yeah. look at the last time they played. They played uh, um, Montreal. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, I don't know if it'll it'll beat the uh, the. Buffalo Sabers, Arizona Coyotes tank battle. I forgot um, what I forgot what it was, which game it was, and I know we're we're slowly running out of time here, but I want to mention this one. I do forget which game it was, but there was something where someone commented, and I think it wasn't the Coyotes team that that the Coyotes reporter that said this because obviously it's pretty obvious what they're doing, but someone's like, it's almost as if the Coyotes are trying to lose this game. <laughs> It's like all these forced turnovers and everything like that, and it's almost like they're trying to lose. And I'm just like, should someone should tell someone tell them? I mean, that could be honestly any game this season. Uh, 
either Ottawa or Detroit seem like good candidates in the recent history, though. Um, who knows which one it is, but it could be whichever whichever game it was. But we're out of time on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We'll be back tomorrow to discuss post-game of this Senators game. Plus, we will preview the Montreal Canadiens once again in the uh, two worst teams in the league. Oh, with the exception of Seattle, if we consider them even worse. I don't know. But two of the three worst teams in the league. There we go. Uh, we're going to go ahead and preview that as well. Anyways, though, if you like what you heard on this episode, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you're yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast: Apple, Google, Spotify, YouTube. Um, don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lockdown Coyotes. On Instagram, at Lockdown Coyotes. On Twitter, at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Daniel. Carl Pavlik is Carl Pavlik F. F-H. Interact with us. Ask the question you might have. We can interact with you right back or answer your question on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.